0: Well, um, I can't believe
1: Amy you're in the studio with Marty. You're so that's
0: so awesome. I know. Yeah. We're neighbors pretty nice. much. We're yeah. not that far.
2: She brought me a gift too. I brought in oh, beer. Yes. Beer?
0: It's a Christmas beer.
2: Peppermint. Yep. I'll have good breath now.
0: And it's local. It's made in Chattanooga. So it's I'll try when I to come down and see you. Yes. Yes ma'am. I'm bummed you didn't make it.
2: Well, uh, there's,
0: the, there's the thing with the border. Yeah. <laughs> that daggum yeah. thing.
2: <laughs> I don't abide by those rules. I'm Canadian.
0: <laughs> hey, will let me in. Amanda, we'll we have canceled my brother's wedding. Like, we have moved my brother's wedding now for the third time because our Canadian family can't make it down. Oh. I'm like, you Maybe you guys can make it here. That... Maybe you should just have the wedding here. I don't mind getting stuck up there. <laughs> At all.
1: <laughs> I got you covered. You're good.
2: Awesome. All right, so um I wanna talk recipes today. Talk about talk about some hunts from from the field to the table. We'll kinda of just kinda of walk through a little bit of that, but mainly I want to focus on good tasty recipes that people can make, whip up for football parties and you know, dinners, whatever.
1: I have a cookbook that's in the kitchen. That
0: Go, I get Go get Go it. Go get I it. I brought mine, Amanda.
2: <laughs> She's got Go hers.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Jonathan, you know yours right off the top of your head, don't you?
3: Oh, yeah. We cook wild game several times a week.
0: We do, too. We actually, my daughter, did you see this? Mm. My daughter got her yeah, first deer last Saturday. So proud. Um, she shouldered that. 243 and shot over her left shoulder and yeah, and her. dropped it and i was i was impressed i was very proud of her but we've got six deer in the freezer this year
3: nice Congratulations. Thanks. You know, my boy with a 243 and i never did growing up but i didn't know that they would just drop deer like they do
0: it's, it's amazing. For,
3: yeah. Yeah. It's a whistle, this 90, is good talk. Let's talk about all this on the
2: show. I like this talk. <laughs> Let's record this. <laughs> is everybody ready?
1: Yeah.
2: You ready? You ready? You ready?
3: I got my book.
2: All right. All right. All right, heads. We are back with another episode of the Talking Lead Podcast. This is probably right at kicking off our uh, New Year episode. We'll call this our New Year episode. Yes,
0: 2021.
2: 2021. We got that nasty 2020 behind us. I'm
0: ready. I'm ready. You know? I'm, I'm ready.
2: <laughs> I don't know. Are, are you ready? Look what we've got to look forward to.
0: <laughs> I, I am an optimistic person at heart. You gotta so be, right? It's, I'm looking forward to it.
2: Gotta stay optimistic. Yeah. Definitely. So uh, if, some of you may have seen the post that I posted, and I probably didn't give it enough time, but... Uh, We're going to be talking wild game recipes today, and I've brought in the expert chefs of wild game. Uh, We've even gone all the way to Canada to bring in one of our experts. Yeah, So so the voice you just heard, joining me in studio. Yes. COVID be damned. (laughs) No
0: masks. We're killing it
2: with alcohol. That's right. right. (laughs) Uh, She brought me some nice beer. I did. Naked River... I can't read that. I'm so blind.
0: It's called, it's Yule YULE Y U L E shoot your eye out.
2: <laughs> You'll shoot like the it's movie. It's from the movie. From a Christmas story. Yes,
0: right? it's a spiced winter warmer. Says so perfect. And it's got
2: a little peppermint.
0: Mhm. A little um, spice and peppermint to it. It's really good.
2: So you were conscious about my breath. I appreciate that. Yeah,
0: if we were going to be close. <laughs> <laughs> but
2: <laughs> But no stranger to the show. We have Amy Hall
0: Hello, Leadheads. Welcome back, Amy.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Glad to have you and, yes. and, and really glad to have you in studio. I've not had anybody in studio for months. Mm-mm. It's been crazy. Uh, we've been doing everything through Skype. Uh, her Wild Outdoors. Mm-hmm. Amazing podcast. I know all you Leadheads are listening to that nowadays. Uh, if you're new to the show, make sure you go check her out over at Her Wild Outdoors and you're on all the podcasting apps.
0: Yep. It's true. Very true. Yeah.
2: And then also joining us from Canada. This is her, this is this like your third time on? Fourth time?
1: I think so. Third or fourth time. Yeah. I don't know. couple at SHOT Show and then a couple on, on Skype.
2: Representing the Leadhead Head Brigade up there in Canada, we've got our good buddy Amanda Lynn Mayhew. She is That Hunting Girl. Just Hunt. Have you started something else? There's a new one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? Um, no, but I You're have busy. a brand new clothing line coming out for this year. So like Very brand nice. new collection
2: coming out. So that's the only thing that I'm working on that's new. Okay. Very good. Uh, and then Jonathan, is this your first time on or second time? I think you might've been on it like shot show or, uh, NRA or something. It's the third time. Is your third time. Okay. Yeah. Have you ever yeah. done, you haven't ever done like our real show though, right? You just done the convention show.
3: No, I did, uh, one in your office. We did one at NRA. Uh, I might have sat in with some stuff at SHOT Show.
2: Okay.
3: So, three or four. Jonathan
2: college. Hayes, uh, formerly with, as, as you let heads probably know, he was with uh, an outdoor accessory company, we'll call it. I don't know if you want to name the company or not. but um, He has started a, I guess it's a movement is what you would call it. It's called Saved by the Wild. Uh, talk about that a little bit.
3: So growing up i had three big brothers who were extremely wild and crazy and that's back when the law was a little bit more lax than it is now
2: breaking the and law breaking the law
3: every day and my parents got a divorce when i was 13 so it was just my brothers were raising me which was probably not a good idea um my parents were still around but you know i just wanted to hang out with my brothers and kind of headed down the wrong road there at a very young age and then um got introduced to hunting just on a whim. Didn't even want to go. I remember walking into the woods with a, on a field trip with a science teacher. She owned a farm and I had on a pair of parachute pants and a, I <laughs> Aussie, pants. An
2: Aussie, t-shirt. I couldn't afford
3: those. And we were on a hayride and I was like, this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life. And I don't know. She kind of singled me out, took me off the beaten path and showed me some rubs and some scrapes. And it was during the rut. It was in November in Tennessee and, you know, it happened that we jumped a buck and he was running off and I just thought, wow, that's the most amazing thing. You know, these deer are talking to each other, you know, via scrapes and rubs and dominant bucks and all of that. And it just really captivated my imagination. And then, um, told my mom that I wanted a deer rifle. She bought me a th- little thirty thirty, which I still have, a little Marlin. Nice. Still hunt with it. That was 30 years ago or more. Um... And I didn't have time, after that I didn't have time to, for the other stuff. You know, all my efforts were focused on that. My, my uncle was a hunter and he built me a tree stand. We hunted by my granddad's house for several years. And, you know, and it just really changed the course of my life. And I mean that wholeheartedly, I know you hear that a lot, you know, but it, it truly did without it. I just, I just don't know if I'd be sitting here today. So, you know, I'm trying to get that message out there that, you know, if you put your kids on that path, you know, it's not Power a guarantee, early. Yeah. Mm-hmm. guarantee they're going to stay out of trouble, but it sure does help cause I know for a fact it helped me.
2: Yeah, and, and both of our other guests here have children and they hunt as well. Uh, oh. Amy was telling us off air that your daughter just got her first buck.
0: She got a doe. She got a doe. She okay. got a doe, um, which has been cleaned and is on the wall as we speak We and how old is she she is 12 almost 13. wow uh nice. but my son got his first last year at nine years old i
2: remember yeah we mm-hmm. talked about that yeah.
0: yeah and they they both shot the same rifle the 243 and it is uh it surprised me that it's something that they can use they both shouldered the gun in order to to harvest their deer but it still surprises me jonathan we were talking that it can pack pack such a punch both of their deer dropped in their tracks it was just amazing
3: yeah Yeah, 243 is a good round mm -hmm. was you know growing up i never hunted with one but you know the low recoil and everything for the kids it's a great round and it's what a 90 grain bullet and they're dropping deer left and right
0: Mm -hmm. yep yep i i honestly if if, if i could use it i would use it if i didn't have my 308 with me i'd use it i wouldn't hesitate
2: yeah but that 308
0: it's a nice one
3: (laughs) yeah sure it is
2: 308 is just a you know it's just a good solid you know it's going to go down round yeah there's no question about it yeah yep what about you manda
1: i used a bow (laughs) (laughs) this year
2: um oh your kids your kids
1: my kids uh they didn't get anything this year Brady's still out there trying. He's archery hunting. He's out there today and tomorrow. Tomorrow's our last day. And um, you started yeah. your kids
2: young too, though, right?
1: Oh God, yeah. My my children are older. My children right. are 29, 26, and twenty two. So they were hunting when they were five, six years old. My young, my youngest son shot his first bear when he was twelve, and you know those kinds of things. So
3: bear.
2: Nice, <laughs> that's wild game right there. No,
3: seriously. Hmm.
2: Talk about yeah. talk about your links for uh, Saved by the Wild, Jonathan, so where people can website. go.
3: So it's called dear Deliverance, um, kind of a play on words. Um, you know, being delivered, kind of you know, saved by the Lord. This is you know, kind of saved by the wild. So, kind of the tagline is Saved by the Wild. The the, the, the main motto is the Deer Deliverance, kind of putting the two together um Mm -hmm. so there's a website dearliverance.com so it's just dearliverance.com just hats and t-shirts bumper stickers that kind of thing kind of you know keeping it low key for now but just anyway we can kind of spread the word to get the young ones out there to because you know they're the stewards of the of our sport stewards of the land and we got to make sure that
2: stewards of our country Mm -hmm.
3: yeah yeah, make sure they're not only they're doing it right but they have the desire to do it yeah, of what's to come. So,
2: mm-hmm. so we're gonna talk. We're gonna talk recipes. We're gonna talk uh, talk hunting. But before we do that, we got to thank the sponsors of the show. So make sure you go and show love to all the sponsors of the Talking Lead Podcast. Um, we just had a huge giveaway, over ten thousand dollars in prizes.
0: Holy yeah. moly!
2: Right. Mm-hmm. And we had five winners, uh, and I want to congratulate our five winners. I've sent out notices, and so far only two have responded. So I'm going to give you a little bit more time to respond back. Or otherwise, we're going to pick new winners.
0: You're giving some Thanks. Christmas Do grace. I qualify? I'm giving
2: Christmas. Everybody, yeah, you guys can, you can't <laughs> enter now. It's over. So your name won't be in there. Uh, but Ed B., uh, he won prize pack one. Nicholas E won prize pack two, and both of them have responded to me and verified, so they're good to go. We're still waiting on prize pack three, which was Nick M. Prize pack four was Gary W., and prize pack five was James F. So, just to help, in case you're listening to this, James F. is in Alaska. Gary W. is in Texas. Nick M. is in Missouri. That's Missouri, right, M.O.?
0: That's it. That's
2: Missouri, yes. (laughs) You fact (laughs) check me on that, okay?
0: I knew that.
1: Um,
2: And I have used the email addresses that you entered the contest with. So if those are jacked-up emails, that's your own fault. But um, I'm going to give you a little bit more time uh, and if I don't hear from you uh, after you know we release this show in a couple of days, then I'm gonna I'm gonna pick new winners. That's just how it works. We've got guns. There are guns in every package.
0: Holy moly!
2: We had firearms in every package.
0: What was in the um, those three packages that are still up for grabs?
2: Well, I'm glad you asked because I'm just gonna run through this real quick, just to remind everybody what they missed out on. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You don't want to miss out on you it.
2: Know, you di- you didn't want to miss out on this. So, prize pack one. Hold up. You You let your little sweetie talk. But we had a Buckmark 22LR pistol with a Stealth Project 22 suppressor.
0: Whoa. And that has and already been claimed.
2: That one's been claimed. Okay. Prize pack two is a Glock 48 with a custom pancake holster, and sights from Night Fission, custom night sights. Very nice. Prize pack three is a Smith & Wesson M&P9 from Primary Arms. And it's got a set of those night sights that come with it. Prize pack four and five both have the Sky, S-C-C-Y. Mm-hmm. You familiar with that gun? Nice little uh, concealed carry firearm. The CPX2RD, it comes with a a red dot. Okay. So both of those come with red dots. And then every Pyre's package had the following items in it. Geissele Everyday Carry Pistol Backpack, which they sent me one of those, and they're really nice. I'll show it to you. Um,
0: I'm going to want to look at it. It's
2: really nice. Buck Knives put up their 112 Slim Pro. Crossbeat Breed Holsters put up a nice holster, belt, and mag pouch little package. Um, Glow Rhino. They make glow in the dark like keychains and accessories and things. They put up a tritium pry bar and a keychain fob. So that was pretty cool. And then ASP USA had some nice, and I usually have my flashlight right here. I could show you. That's not it. Uh, They're dual fuel flashlights. So those are really, those are like $100 flashlights. Really nice. Operator Coffee. I mean, who doesn't need coffee? You know, especially this time of year. It's always good. Yeah, they got a, everybody gets a bag of coffee from Operator Coffee. Um, Mission First Tactical put up a slew of stuff. So you see this little tray right here? Mm -hmm. I'm showing you right here. Uh, You leadheads can't see it, but. Uh, Mission First Tactical makes these nice little dump trays that you can uh, throw your keys and chains and extra ammo, whatever you want to get rid of, uh, with the Talking Lead logo. So they're giving away those. They're giving away a tactical wallet with the logo, pepper spray, and they have these cool drink, what do you call them? The koozies? No, like, like you take to the gym. Tumblr, there you go. Tumblr. that'll work. Uh, but they look like um, smoke grenades.
0: Oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. That's cool.
2: Yeah, pretty cool. Uh, okay, so yeah. those were included. Obsidian Arms, uh, they put up their 12-piece punch kit. So for you armorers, that's an awesome, awesome gift. I've got that, and those are my favorite punches. And they also put in an enhanced AR-15 bolt carrier pin kit which I'm going to, see that one over there? I'm going to update that one with that pin kit. Modern Spartan Systems put their uh, starter kit, which has a a sample of their oil, their grease, their copper destroyer, uh, and their lens cleaner for your optics. And they also put up the TVT engine oil additive, which I use in the lead sled. You saw the lead sled when you pulled it. I did. Uh, It's got like 325,000 miles on it. Still running great with that TVT engine oil additive. Yeah,
0: you can't miss it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's it kind of stands out a little uh, bit. Uh, Ready Man Network—they put up the wilderness survival card and their hostage escape card, which they're I think I got one up here. Yeah, so they're like little, like credit card size accessories that you can like. Fishing hooks and arrowheads, and you can just punch off this card, and they're all metal. And then they got one that's a hostage escape. It's like lot picks and stuff like that, so that's, that's kind of cool. That's pretty
0: cool. That's a nice little survival right, yeah, thing to carry with you. Yeah,
2: wilderness survival mm-hmm. card. That's why they call it that. Uh, and then uh, the compact bleeder kit. So a uh, little first aid action there. Student of the gun also put up a combat lifesaver kit and a pocket Lifesaver uh, original kit, and they put up one of their T-shirts. So you get a Student of the Gun T-shirt. Talking Lead, put up a Talking Lead T-shirt, and our patches, Lead Head Brigade patches, which is back there somewhere. It's a patch you set. And let's see. And we even had cigars, Amanda. we gave away a, f- a four-pack sampler of cigars. Can you believe that?
0: Now <laughs> From
2: Founders Cigar,
0: <laughs> she doesn't believe it. Yeah, in <laughs> 1776
2: United put up a twenty five dollar gift card, so you can go there and you can buy more Talking Lead stuff, or you can get some 1776 United stuff. So five packages, five winners. Two are happy New Year, more. Merry Christmas. Yeah, still waiting on three of you as of this recording, um, December the thirtieth. So. Maybe maybe some of you other leadheads might have another shot at this that, that, that entered the contest. But no, Amanda, you can't, you can't win if you didn't enter the first time. I'm sorry.
1: But, but is it open to Canadian residents?
2: Probably not because I, I don't think we can ship a lot of this stuff.
3: <laughs>
2: and that's there the thing. Go. If you're not eligible for the prizes, then you don't, you're not going to get them. So if if you win and you can't legally own a firearm, you can't have a knife where you're at, you're not going to get that prize. But you can get the other stuff that you're allowed to have. We'll, we'll allow that. The other stuff just goes to me, and I'll split it with Jonathan and Amy. And Sorry, yeah. Amanda. <laughs>
1: can I at least get the cigars? Just cigar I think I we
2: could probably set that up. Definitely.
1: All right.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, those guys are pretty cool. Pretty cool cats. So make sure you go... And show all those guys some love. I don't know how much you appreciate them putting this uh, prize pack together. And for our regular listeners, if you listened to last episode TLP three seventy seven State of the Industry or A Very Merry Richard Christmas, which was a funny episode uh, but also informational, we're giving away a thousand rounds of ammunition from Red Army Standard. So you get your choice of a thousand rounds of two two three or nine millimeter. And uh, that was a gracious Christmas gift that Adam threw out there for you lead heads. So you go back to that episode. I'm not going to tell you here. You're going to have to go back to that episode, listen to it, find out what you have to do to be eligible to win those thousand rounds of ammunition, which that stuff's like gold these days. So you still got time for that giveaway. Uh, we'll be announcing the winners for that, picking the winners from that. Uh, sometime after the new year. We haven't set a date on that yet, so you've still got time. Get in there and uh, do what you got to do to win, Leadheads. We've got another giveaway coming up for the kickoff of the Talking Lead AK Corner Season 3, which is going to be January the 15th. Uh, we've got some Guardian Targets. We've got some Seal 1 uh, products. Those guys were on the, the show a couple episodes back, so we're putting together a prize package with them. And, of course, you know we have a whole lot more that we uh, give away during the Talking About AK Corner series. Very nice. Coming back for Season 3. We're excited about that. Uh, and then kel Weapons. Make sure you go show kel Weapons some love. Uh, they've got a new, uh, like, have you seen their new gun, Jonathan, that they've released? I don't think they've actually officially released it
3: yet. I have not. Tell me about it.
2: It's kind of secretive, but I think they've released a few photos. So uh, we'll have links and stuff on Instagram coming up. But go show Keltec some love. Let them know how much you appreciate them. Fiocchi Ammo. Uh, yep. and these, these times of ammo shortage. Uh, it's
0: real out there.
2: It is. They've been good to me. They sent me a little, little you, care package over there.
0: You got some good boxes in here. You got
2: some good boxes over there.
0: I saw a meme the other day of, you know, the the white vans that you don't get in like the candy oh yeah yeah, the, yeah it was an ammo van <laughs> 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 yeah. that you need to stay away from but it's yeah. really hard that that temptation
2: well i think that's a good segue uh, into our talking lead jack wagon train <laughs> and lead head brigade heroes so, Gunny, go ahead and bring that train in, and let's take care of some jack wagons. Who
3: writes uh, do or die, Hold them high at eight tonight. It is time for the talking lead jack wagon of the week. So brace yourself, baby.
2: And you mentioned a van.
0: I mentioned we're a in van. Nashville,
2: and uh, I think everybody in the world knows now mm-hmm. uh, there was a big explosion. Was it Christmas Eve? Is when that happened.
0: Christmas morning. Christmas
2: morning. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, have you not heard about this, Amanda? No.
0: Honestly, honestly, by that, I posted something about it on Christmas Day, and all over the United States, nobody was seeing it in the news. Oh wow! Nobody. It was not top story. It was not, and you know, it was a big deal.
2: It's it's a really big deal. So. Um, I
0: I seen one of my,
1: my friends in the country music industry in Canada post something about Nashville, but it, it was just like a quick skim and I was busy and distracted, so it might have been that's what he was talking about, but I don't I don't know what you're talking about. I'm
2: sure that's what it was. So there was um there was an explosion uh, in downtown Nashville Christmas morning, as Amy said. Mm-hmm. And uh, it turns out after you know they'd done some investigation, there was an R V that was parked in an alleyway between two buildings. And one of these buildings housed AT&T's. Um, it was a hub. Hub for their, you know, their their power signal or whatever. So, uh, a lot of people lost cell service, internet service, you know, for a while. Nobody nobody was killed that except- we that except except the supposed bomber. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's still a big mystery as to you know what his motive was. Uh, actually, what his target was, because in in the van he had a warning system that said this van will explode in 15 minutes, and it had a countdown, and it would make an announcement ever so often. So, I mean, it's pretty clear that his intent was not to hurt anyone or kill anyone, except maybe law enforcement, because that's who's going to be coming in and be yeah. around that. Yeah. Uh, but that still hasn't been uh, determined. And uh, there were some people injured. I don't know how many the number is up to right now. But uh, as far as deaths go, there haven't been any um, from the explosion other than the guy, Mm -hmm. any deaths.
0: But the amount of damage, I mean, that's Second Avenue, right? That's our history in this town and a lot of those buildings i was noticing a picture today a lot of those buildings were built in the 1800s oh yeah and so the structure the stability of those structures are different than how they're built now they don't have the steel reinforcement behind Mm -hmm. the bricks and so the worry is i think they were saying it's going to be eight months before anybody can actually get in there and then when they get in there, there's going to have to be demolition. There's going to have to be all of this other stuff going on. And they're saying that in order to do that, there could be a ripple effect for some of the other buildings
2: yeah.
0: in that area. And
2: Could be, yeah.
0: I think that they're lucky because I think the other article that I read said, you know, Nashville City downtown is built on bedrock.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And if it had been soil... Then the damage would have right extended have further worse. than what it was. But I, they've got so many. Well,
2: obviously that guy didn't know that, and that wasn't no, his plan. No, you no. Know, again, we don't know what his motive was or, or what his plan was. Um, but they're still investigating mm-hmm. it. There's been some theories as to as to what I've, I heard. One theory that that's like where all the recount votes that mm-hmm. were that were done were sh- were shipping to that building mm-hmm. and were housed in that building. I've heard that. And then and then also is it Christmas Eve, one of the voter buildings burnt down also? Mm-hmm.
0: I've heard that too. Right? There's there's a whole so. bunch of conspiracy going on right now. With I mean, that. You always
2: get conspiracy with that, yeah. you know, like this guy was already dead. He's a Patsy, you know, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um It'll be
0: interesting. I think that they've done a good job of not pushing it out there. Crazy things that it could be this, that, or the other. uh, But at the same time, no answers, really.
2: More of the conservative um, networks are covering it more than Mm -hmm. the the non-conservative ones.
0: I agree. I agree.
2: What what about you, Jonathan? You're here. What have you heard?
3: I'm hearing everything from disgruntled employee to you know some conspiracy stuff but nothing nothing firm mm-hmm. and you know I, th- I think we need to clarify too that just because no one was hurt i don't we don't want to downplay the size no. of the police so the di- i mean the damn thing just took yeah pretty much the
2: whole building and i down. think that's probably why it's not getting as much coverage as yeah. you know say like a, a oklahoma bombing or
3: yeah, it was a it was a pretty big deal. Yeah, it was huge. a huge, yeah, yeah, huge deal. And the police acted accordingly and didn't drag their feet and got on it and he re- immediately evacuating people. So hats off to the uh, fine folks in Blue for stepping up and yeah. putting lives on the line. And that's a good them.
2: segue too because they are our heroes for uh-huh. this. Uh, <laughs> this
3: segment. Hey, somebody's jamming. <laughs> <laughs> that time it was not me.
2: <laughs> uh but yeah definitely uh whatever the motive, whoever's behind that bombing jack wagons all the way through and through uh, they get a ride on and under the jack wagon train, and then mm-hmm. our men and women in blue mm-hmm. that responded evacuated, got people out and uh, in the including themselves yeah uh, very very smart level headed so there are heroes or lead Head brigade heroes and they get a ride on Lead force one.
0: I'm just, I, every single time I hear of something like this, where the police officers are running into the danger, it, it completely, it puts me on my knees. I'm grateful for them. But can you imagine for them.
2: hearing, actually physically hearing a countdown? Yeah. You're like, shit, we've only got three minutes, you know, yeah. and they're still right there. They're not leaving that area. Mm-mm. They're not running away from it.
0: No, and there would have been deaths, right? If they had not done what they had done, there would have been deaths.
1: Oh
2: yeah, Absolutely. And I'm I'm why didn't
0: he
1: get out of the van.
2: Hello.
0: What?
3: For sure.
1: Why, why didn't he get out of the van?
2: Well, it was a suicide mission, or he was already dead. So we don't know. Okay. All right. That's just part of that's part of the conspiracy theory. I mean, we don't know. I think they said he had cancer also. I think he was diagnosed with cancer. One of his neighbors said that he had uh, talked to him prior to this, like the day before or whatever, and um, he said, "All of I'm going to be all of Nashville's going to know me. I'm going to be the most famous person in Nashville or something like that." Yeah, I
0: that. heard that too. Ugh.
2: And What's his of, name? Well, that's what we don't we because he wants to be famous. <laughs> I'm not going to say his name. Mm-mm. I'm not going to give him that satisfaction. He doesn't
0: deserve it. No.
2: Yeah, screw him.
0: Interesting. Um,
2: so what about you guys? You got any jack wagons, heroes that you wanna acknowledge, recognize? I was
0: thinking about that this morning, uh, coming into this and uh I kind of was on the same lines that you were here, just yeah, with I mean, it being that's like so the local. Big thing it is. Well and it affected us room. too, right? It it we weren't able to have communication out and we weren't Nine one
2: one wasn't. Yeah, nine one one was down, but it didn't affect me. It yeah. was the only people who were on AT and T. Yeah. And then uh, Comcast stepped up. I mean, mm-hmm. I got to give them kudos. They stepped up and offered free internet service for people yeah. who had AT and T.
0: Yeah. They they really. Um, I don't know. I think that our city has always been good about coming together and helping each other out. I know of neighbors who were saying, "Hey, you can come over and and make phone calls and." let people know that you're okay. I know that homes were opened up to those who yeah. lived downtown and so I guess I could throw that in for our heroes just that neighbors were taking care of neighbors and I I appreciate that out of people.
2: Absolutely.
0: Jack Wagons, I mean, I put a post out recently. We've had and I know it's like this every year, but there was that that gentleman Who shot his son hunting uh, a couple of weeks ago? And heard about that. It was up in where was it? I reposted that. Did you repost it
1: from yours?
0: Uh, it infuriated me because it's deemed a hunting accident. In Ohio. In Ohio, it was deemed a hunting accident, and I hate that they call these accidents because number one, he shot, he shot. Fifteen minutes after shooting light was up, in the woods, which you know is dark. We all know it Mm -hmm. is dark in the woods even after sunset. So 15 minutes after shooting light, nobody was wearing orange, and he shot at movement. He didn't even shoot knowing that it was a deer, and he killed his son. And I think there's tragedy, right? This guy is going to live for the rest of his life having known that he killed his own son, but I, these things are going to keep happening. You know that he did not... This wasn't the first time he shot after shooting light. Mm-hmm. This wasn't the first time that he ever went out without orange. This isn't the first time that he shot something not knowing if that was a deer or not. And so I just hate that there's not a whole lot of... of
2: it doesn't matter whether you're wearing the orange or not. I mean, if you can't see what you're shooting, you don't you shoot You don't it.
0: shoot yeah, and, this was a and a and,
2: person walking doesn't mm-mm. look anything like a deer
0: no no so <laughs> i I think this was no preventable form or fashion does that it was one hundred percent preventable um loss of life should never happen because of of this, and it puts hunters negligence. in a bad light in this world um and i don't I don't know if there will be any other repercussions i I honestly think that. His hunting license should be taken away.
1: Oh yes, if that was in Canada, everything would be gone, his license would
0: be gone, right? Um,
1: he he, he he, forever, and he would be in jail.
0: Yeah, I don't deem it as an accident. I I think that it's not. It wasn't intentional, right? There's sure. a difference, but I don't deem it an accident. I think that there were choices made, multiple choices, multiple checkoffs that could have prevented this. And so I... Was sure, any
2: alcohol involved, did they say?
0: No. No. Not that they said. And so I just... I, that was something that was that I thought of this morning as a jack wagon. But and regardless, to, you should
2: wear your orange. Yes. Still wear your orange.
0: Obey the hunting laws.
2: Yeah. Don't shoot after.
0: Shooting light. Yeah. My, my okay. daughter and I were hunting a week and a half ago, and... Uh, we got, we were in the woods and it sunset hit and it was all her. There were no other guns out there, just the rifle that she was shooting with. And at one point she said, mom, I don't think at this point of the night that I could make an ethical shot. And we packed up and left. And that is a simple decision to make. So easy. Yeah.
2: So easy. So yeah. easy a nine year old can do it. Right. Is that how she was? Yeah. 12. 12. I was close. (laughs) But still,
0: it's a a decision that a child can make. (laughs) Right. And and adults are responsible enough to make it themselves.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So
0: there's my jack wagon.
2: wagon. Jack wagon, and his name is Bradley Smith. Mm -hmm. We'll throw his name out there. He can be chastised. You can send him hate mail. Uh, but I'm sure he's probably... He's
0: feeling it enough, pretty bad. but I think yeah. that there should be... I think that it sets a precedent when there are no other repercussions other than the tragedy that
2: happened. Right. Well, then this was in Ohio? Mm-hmm.
1: Wow,
3: okay. Yeah.
2: What about you guys? Jonathan, you got any jack wagons?
3: Man, that guy's right up there for sure.
2: No, nah, no doubt. I, th- I think we're all in agreement on him.
3: Just a, you know, just a low life guy set the bomb off. It, you know, just affected so many people here, and
2: yeah,
3: just senseless act of violence that, you know, unfortunately couldn't be prevented. But, you know, he gets he gets my Jack Wagon Award for mm-hmm. sure. How
2: about you, Amanda? You got any Canadian Jack Wagons up there that we need to call out? Not
1: just the same, Justin Trudeau. Trudeau. It. He's covered all bases. Mm-hmm.
2: What's he done lately? I have no
1: idea. You know what? To be honest with you, I've been hunting for the last three months. I know nothing of what's going on anywhere. Good
2: for you.
1: I have not. I've not watched the news. I've not listened to the radio. I have been in the bush for three months, so I I, I have no idea.
2: It's yeah. the
0: best place to be.
2: Yeah, Sorry. I'm kind of like you. I, that's where I've been too. So I haven't. I so didn't even know about I, the Nashville thing until a couple you of live days there. after yeah i know i live here i was just i cut off all communication and i was out in the woods
1: yeah well yeah i i've been just filming and and hunting and i have nothing nothing for you
2: so we had the uh the atf in the um on the jack wagon train not too long ago they've been going after pistol braces are 80 percent uh which is another made-up term it's just going after pieces of metal that could be turned into firearms that aren't firearms. Uh, but we did get a victory. Uh, so I am, my heroes are all of our two, a supporters and proponents that wrote into the ATF, flooded them with letters and emails and whatnot that they, uh, rebooked their uh, their action that they were taking on the pistol braces. So they were in the process of redefining pistol braces and how they could be used and accessorized and blah, 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 blah. Uh, so they've dropped it for now. I guarantee you this is not over. It, it, will, it will come back up again so we can't be caught off guard. Mm-hmm. I mean, we know what's coming with the Biden and Harris administration. So... Uh, I mean, we we got to gear up. We got to be proactive. We can't be reactive, and that's what we were on this. And luckily, our reactions paid off. But we have to be proactive from from here here on out. There's a, a good article gunowners.org. dot uh, You guys can go read an article about victory ATF withdraws its pistol brace uh, proposal. I so. love
0: it. I love hearing. I don't know. There's there's a sense of you know the bigwigs getting hero status right but I love it when people get that yeah it's uh
2: well us as a I mean that that's what it takes yeah I mean we are as a group larger than they are oh yeah you know and if we speak up you know as a group as one then they'll cave every time hmm no doubt and then maybe Canada could take a <laughs> lesson from that <laughs>
0: oh Canada <laughs> So <laughs> as Amanda shakes her head.
2: <laughs> so I think that's a good one to uh, get our jack wagon train and lead force one out of here. And uh I'm I'm really excited to talk about this. So we're gonna talk wild game recipes. Mm. My my mouth is watering. Mm-mm. Did you make
0: anything mm. while you guys are hanging out? Did you make anything? No. I, I didn't bring any I brought beer.
2: She brought beer. <laughs> she was supposed to have brought me some, uh, some of your ducks that
0: you... Oh, the duck poppers the that The duck we poppers,
2: made. yeah. I didn't get those. But. I'm oh, sorry. Well. I've got nachos. <laughs> you <can> do nachos. <laughs>
0: that is not a wild game. It is not. <laughs>
2: well, you could throw wild game you on could.
0: You could. I have... could. There are a couple of recipes. Yeah. Right?
2: Yeah. Before we get to the table, I want to talk about the field. Oh. So I mm-hmm. want to talk about your hunting uh, experiences this year so oh far. Oh,
1: my God. How long do we have?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Amanda has probably the most because she's got a TV show. <laughs> she does all that. And you don't just, uh, you know, hunt um, four-legged creatures. You do fish and,
1: uh-huh. and birds
2: birds and, and everything. So talk you about do. a couple of your most um, – Memorable ones this year so far.
1: This year, I shot a what I thought was a ten point buck in archery season, which turned out to be a twelve point buck with my bow. Heck, yeah, oh, that's a
2: great surprise.
1: I, <laughs> I was actually out with my son. I wanted him to harvest a deer and I had driven him to this one camp two hours away and set him up pretty good, but in the um he didn't have anything in close range, so unfortunately, I was the one to be able to harvest the deer and, and not him so we split it out three ways me him and his one friend that came with us so uh, a, uh we all got a little bit of meat in our freezer so to speak so that was a nice nice deer nice harvest lots of fun
2: yeah you got, got the rack
1: uh, i did of, of course <laughs> <coworkers>. <laughs>
2: he's,
1: he's beautiful he's beautiful i just posted him on social media a couple days ago yeah. and um i got i harvested a 350 pound spring black bear in obviously the spring uh watched him for a few days and took him out and oh my god i've done so many things i went what about the uh wolf oh yeah we don't eat him though
2: well i know you don't eat him but i mean you still harvest the the fur and
1: yeah yeah, so that was one of the last hunts that I did. And yes, yeah, so 110 pound wolf in Northern Ontario.
0: That's
2: a big uh, wolf. It's huge.
1: It's a pretty big wolf. I mean, they get a lot bigger, but it's a,
2: big <laughs> it a pretty big
1: wolf. Okay. <laughs> um, did you make the
2: headband yeah. yet?
1: Uh, so the front or the the lower part of his body is getting made into a hat. And his legs, his back legs are going to dangle down like a scarf and then his tail. And then the front half of his body is going to be a soft sculptured mount. So almost like a stuffed animal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Cool. That is really cool. He's beautiful. beautiful.
1: Um, He is beautiful, yeah. And that was, uh, I harvested him on Friday the 13th. So, which is that Amy should actually Google this. Uh, We talk a little bit about it in the show. But what Friday the 13th represents is powerful women, especially Mm. women. And the the 13 is actually a representation of our periods. We have 13 periods in a year as a woman. So it's very interesting. I know you're stretching (laughs) (laughs) You have to Google what the actual meaning of Friday the 13th is because it's quite interesting. And the girl that I was hunting with had actually... Um, done that and it's it's not something that I thought that she was going to come out and describe to before we went hunting that day so I always do like a wrap up and an interview and an intro to all of my days that I hunt and when Jenny had come up and and started talking about what Friday the 13th means and and all the things that have to do with emails it was just a pretty cool
0: that is uh, really cool
1: it is really
2: cool I didn't know that
1: her and I that were out there hunting on Friday the thirteenth by ourselves. We always do the wolf hunts, we're women, you know, yeah. blah, 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 blah. So it was just it was a really cool tie in for the day. That is. So
0: that's really cool. I like that. Well, you know, I've seen a couple of people that have taken coyote and made stew. So hmm. I didn't know if you could do that with wolf or well, you could if you're real hungry. Yeah, uh, right. <laughs> I don't yeah. I I've have never a had thing. Wolf. Yeah. I have a thing about uh, I don't know I haven't eaten a predator yet you've yeah. never had bear I've never had bear I know we've talked about you this, Amanda. About- we have, but yeah, I've never eaten a predator before
1: oh God,
2: I've had Is bear, that- yeah
1: oh yeah, yeah ask anybody in my house, and that's their favorite
0: that's what I've heard I, I have heard, and Amanda, maybe you can tell us this because. This would kind of go along with our conversation. Is it better, is the meat better on a bear if you harvest it in the spring or the fall?
1: Well, it doesn't really matter, but when you harvest the bear in the fall, you're going to have more fat content. Okay. So it's a little bit more lean in the spring. Right. However, there's still marbling through the meat. Okay. Which like,
2: tastes better, the fattier or the leaner?
1: It, it's, all, it's all how you cook it. It doesn't yeah. really matter. Yeah. I mean, if you shoot a 600 pound bear in October that's just like full of fat, like full of fat, we took, we, uh, my junior ambassador this year shot his first bear and the fat on, 450 pound bear, the fat on this thing was ridiculous. And I mean, if you're going to go make a burger out of that, then that's going to be a greasier burger yeah. than something in spring, right? So, yeah.
0: well, and that's the difference between like you don't, with white tail you have to take all of the fat off because that's where that gamey, like on whitetail, it doesn't taste good. Fat doesn't taste good. You try to pull as much fat off of that as possible. So So, you wanna
2: mix it with other fat.
0: Yeah, yeah, you use beef beef fat or pig fat, like you do, but with bear, it's different. And it's different with beef. It's different, like, it works differently with with all different kinds of animals, but with whitetail, you try to get as much off as possible. Yeah, I've never had that
2: problem. <laughs> she just eats it. <laughs> just fried it up and eat yeah. it. Now, with all that bare fat, I mean, the fat, can you do something with the fat?
1: Yeah, you can do lots of things. You can make um, cream. So you can render it down and have hand cream for eczema. It's good for aging, anti-aging. Um, really? Yeah, you can cook with it. You can make bear broth with the bones. Like you can use all, all, all the entire bear. Mm-hmm. So there's all kinds of things that you can so do with. So
2: anti-aging the fat. cream from bear fat. Yeah. Is that yeah. one of your products? No, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. No, no.
1: I've cleaned Soon. so many bears this year that I, I don't have to use hand cream for probably another five.
2: Months. <laughs> Jonathan, yeah. feel free to chime in anytime. Don't be intimidated by the ladies. Oh, you're off. You're muted.
3: That's your problem. No, I'm just listening to the bare fat stories. Okay. I've
0: heard so many things Uh-oh. about bare fat just from people using it for their baked things for um I don't anything that you're cooking. you can use it. Make and, candles, yeah.
3: There's uh, what the bear is considered an aphrodisiac? There's like a black market for like a bear pancreas. Oh yeah? Am I talking crazy? No. I don't know. <laughs> but Google it. Like, I'm going to Google
0: this. I'm going to Google like, this. Uh, computer right here.
3: I'll do it. It's like shark fins.
2: Yeah. 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 So like in other countries, it's a, it's a thing in other countries.
1: Yeah, like, are there, um like China, not they want the the gallbladder. The gallbladder.
2: Bull penises too. I mm-hmm. mean that's a big aphrodisiac in China or Japan. One of those. I think we
0: give yeah. those to our dogs, right? Isn't that yeah. what? It, what Cheetoid. are those called?
3: Rawhide or chew toy or
0: yeah, it's called something. I forgot what it's called. Um,
3: the the
2: penis. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I didn't know that they put those in rawhides. No, the, they don't put them in rawhides. <laughs> no, it's, it's
1: called something. Just, like, <laughs> right,
2: <laughs> right. <laughs> so, so Amanda, what about, uh, you also fish. What's uh, Talk about um, your most memorable fishing outing this year.
1: This year, I actually jumped on a charter in Lake Ontario and went out and caught my trio of salmon. So I caught my king, my mm. coho, and my steelhead.
2: In one, day. All, you know, in one day. All in one day. All in one day. Yeah. That's a successful day. It was back. a
1: very successful day. Yeah, it was lots of fun. Very successful, great weather.
2: No, That's I was very cool. jealous seeing your, your post on your uh, Instagram. Did you,
1: did you see the size yes, of it? Yes, I did. Huge. <laughs> they huge.
2: <were laughs> bigger than that wolf. <laughs>
0: Almost. How, how many pounds do you get off of? Like I'm sure you've got them in the freezer and everything like that.
1: So I I smoke them. Um, I don't I don't cook them because I don't like cook salmon. But that king salmon was I think 16 pounds. He wasn't wow. very big, but he was big enough. Yeah. Like they they pull some pretty big monsters out of that lake. So and you get you know get 10 pounds of meat easy off yeah. that. And I'm pretty I'm the only one that will eat the fish. So
0: really. Thanks. Yeah, my husband can't eat cooked fish. We have, we have had – we went out and caught yeah. some hybrid bass, like big monster. I had a picture of it uh, back in the summer, and it was uh-huh. – I mean, it was huge. But we ate off of that. Our family did. We smoked it, and we made top fish tacos and – a whole bunch of other things with it, but it was uh it was really good. But I like cooked fish. But it has to be it. it has to be done oh, a yeah. certain way.
1: I love fish. It doesn't matter raw cooked smoked, I don't care, but I don't really like cooked salmon. Huh. Yeah,
0: you like it smoked. I,
1: think, I like it you smoked.
0: Be.
2: Yeah. You
1: Tartar doing the, the thing no. And then the thing with that is when it's smoked, you can put it in your backpack and take it hunting. Actually just, I actually just found a pack in my backpack the other day from like a month ago, and it's so good. <laughs>
2: I think. <laughs> I bet you find stuff all the time. And it's like, oh, forgot about that. <laughs> Didn't know I had that. Where'd that come from?
0: I find Be Sour Patch cool. Kids in my backpack all the time.
1: No
2: so it's, like, it's your tacticals.
1: I've lived on the road since um, September ish. I drove all the way to BC and back this year by myself, too, right? So I, I wasn't home for a long time. thats We were talking.
0: It's actually faster for Amanda to, to come to Nashville. It's a quicker trip to come to Nashville than to go to your hunting ground, right? To Isn't, go to my
1: hometown, yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: 11 hours to Amy's house or 13 hours to my hometown. Yeah.
2: Another reason to curse dumb. 2020 <laughs> because you were supposed to come down here.
1: Dead gummit. i know i was covid
3: damn it so it's okay i have
1: have you guys written down for next year good
3: jonathan what about you you you? you? well i don't you know i don't we were talking earlier i don't hunt as much as i used to because i'm focusing on my boys um my nine-year-old shot his first buck this youth season
0: i love that
3: and then the weekend before that my 12-year-old shot his six deer shot a doe so i'm always just you know i don't trail cameras and do food plots like i used to i just yeah you know try to get them out and engaged and every chance they get and work on their gun handling and their gun safety and you know deer signs and just things like that so um not saying i don't still love it because i do but
2: and how old are your boys again
3: nine and 12
2: but mm-hmm.
3: mm-hmm. well, i did get to go on we have a farm in illinois that We take a trip up there every year and we've got wild pheasant and quail.
0: That's, I've never been on that kind of hunt.
3: That it's, it's pretty, it's, it's pretty good stuff. We, uh, we set aside 250 acres in government grass, CRP. And I'm telling anybody who's on the fence about putting some of their farm ground into government grass, do it.
0: Yeah.
3: Not only is it good, uh, you know, helps with soil erosion, but it's just phenomenal habitat. I mean, we had a, just a, you know, a few quail and a few pheasants here yeah. and there. Now they're just, they're everywhere. And not not to mention the, the deer that we jump while we're hunting. And so we take a trip up there every year and, you know, usually shoot our limit quail and pheasant and then, you know, try to do some fishing in between, you know, we're here in Nashville. So we, we get after the smallmouth pretty regularly. We yeah. bought a con this year, big deal. Nice. Yeah.
2: Where, where was my invitation? <laughs>
3: Come any time, buddy?: We're know. heading. You got to let me know where you're going.
0: <laughs> we're heading down in a couple of weeks to Lake Gunnersville, Gunnersville in yeah. northern Alabama, we're going to go fishing.
3: That'd be fun. That's, that's a bass stop. Pro, to pro, the pro circuit They stopped there it's a Good fishing Good bass fishing there We
0: got an invitation From a friend We made a friend This year
2: you, just, you made one friend I This made year made one friend <laughs> This year
0: We got invited To hunt a piece Of property That doesn't get Hunted a whole lot And it's because it's so remote, you have to hike in Mm. and there's a structure on the property, but it's at the top of this mountain and there's no electricity, no water, no nothing. And so we were up there and met one of the hunters who's been hunting there for 20 years and his hunting buddy passed away a couple of years ago and he hasn't had a hunting buddy on huh. the property, had an accident two years ago falling out of a stand, not because he wasn't wearing a harness, but because the loop broke. Oh, dang. And uh, it was a catastrophic could have died incident. And so to have somebody up there right now with them, with him yeah. is an excellent thing, but we got to meet him And we got to hang out with him, and we have visited his house where he lives, and just we've become great friends. He's about, he's in his later 60s, still climbs a climbing stand, and only bow hunts.
2: Well, 60's not that old. Come on.
0: (laughs) No, no, no. That's, I'm talking about after this accident. Right. He he has a rod. Hey, I'm, We're all we're all over forty. Come on, I. It's closer <laughs> than, but it way is way
2: over forty. <laughs> but
0: it's one of those situations where he had this major accident. He has had major surgery, and yet he still gets out there and does what he loves. But he invited us to go fishing. You find
2: a way to do things you you enjoy really doing. do. You yeah, really do. No matter what.
0: Yep. But he's become a really good friend. Now and you've been doing
2: some duck hunting right
0: we did we that's a funny story
2: yeah
0: we went duck hunting last week and it was the first time I've ever hunted with my family
2: (laughs) ever the entire family
0: the entire family my my stepdad was there my brother both of my brothers were there my husband was there and my son and it was the first time we had ever all hunted together and four ducks came in and we shot all four
2: Did everybody get a shot, or <laughs> everybody did you got shoot a shot? <laughs> everybody got
0: a shot. I don't, I don't know if who, who shot what. Okay. It Doesn't matter in duck hunting. Everybody shot. Yes.
2: Four, four ducks down. So we
0: got four, and <laughs> when we got back to the parking lot, a bunch of people who I guess hunt a whole lot didn't want to clean their ducks, and we took them for them. Nice. So we Very got about 20, 26 ducks that day that we took okay. home and cleaned and had for Christmas dinner.
2: So we've got ducks and deer and quail and um, bear mm-hmm. uh-huh. and goose. Goose and what was the fish that you
0: salmon. Bear. Salmon. Mm-hmm.
2: Salmon. Yeah. So we got we got a lot of recipes to do. for all this meat. So let's talk about that. So with uh, let's start with the fish because I really like fish. Talk about some of the dishes that uh, you prepare with your, with your catches, Amanda.
1: Me, I'm pretty simple. If I if I'm catching walleye or perch or pike, I just pan fry it in butter and garlic. That's it. Mm-hmm. Nothing you,
2: special. You can't beat butter and garlic. Nope. That just you can no, cook can. everything in
3: that.
1: Nope. <laughs> so it, very simple. Uh, you can do it anywhere at camp on the shore at home. And for salmon, I actually put it in a brine with brown sugar, mm-hmm. uh, soy sauce, and I put it in the fridge for about 12 hours, take it out, pat it dry, and I put it on the Traeger for about two and a half hours, and I wipe it with my homemade maple syrup.
2: Yum. Homemade maple syrup?
1: Yeah, we can do that, that up here.
0: We can do down there.
2: <laughs> that's a whole, whole other show. <laughs>
0: That sounds amazing. We get, my Canadian family sends down maple syrup and it is different than anything you can get here.
1: Yeah, for sure. I can send you big bourbon maple syrup.
2: Oh
0: my goodness. You're speaking my language.
2: I mean, I don't see anybody saying no.
0: No. mm -mm. I'm saying yes, yes, yes. (laughs)
1: Yeah, so that's all I do with smoked salmon. It's pretty much the same recipe every time. It's just it's just amazing. It's it's beautiful. It's brown. It's glazed with the homemade maple syrup and it's uh
2: yeah. Now I mentioned tartar earlier and you just you turned up your nose completely. No, I
1: don't I don't eat condiments on any of my food because if you do it's No, very- not tartar
2: sauce. Tartar. The raw. Tartar is raw. Um she would eat meat. it. You would eat it. You would eat the hell out of out of some salmon. I
3: don't tartar. even know what that is. Tuna tartar. Tuna yeah. tartar is good.
2: Yeah. When I was in Poland, they were oh, big on tartar.
1: Did we not have that at a sushi dinner at Shot Show? That I think night? we did.
2: Yeah, I think we did. Yeah.
1: Okay.
2: Yeah. Tuna, tuna poke. We
1: probably ordered it.
2: It was really good. Yeah, we okay. did the uh, the tr- the annual. Uh, Sushi, all you can sushi. eat sushi, uh, which we ter- we started calling hide the sushi <laughs> <laughs> because they charge you for all the sushi you don't eat.
0: <laughs> oh, no, really? Yeah, yeah, they-
2: yeah. If we had like $300 worth of sushi that we hadn't eaten, so we started this game it's called had the sushi.
0: So it's kind of like time. taking your movie purse to the movie theater yes. you take your sushi purse so it's
2: off, it's the opposite of so smuggling stuff in we're trying You're to smuggle smuggling stuff out, out yeah <laughs> Dope it in the aquarium and the planners.
0: Well you might have to try that this year. Amanda, look up a tartar recipe for your salmon and see if it tastes good. Um, okay, I will do
2: that. Yeah, one of the pictures I posted on the post asking for people for questions, and I'll check it in a minute and see if anybody uh, gave us the recipes. But one of those was a tartar. So.
3: I charge
0: you with that. You are you are being She's challenged. Calling you
1: out. She's I'm calling challenging you.
0: Out. you. She's I'm writing down. down right now.
2: <laughs> Jonathan, what do you uh, what do you really like to cook? What's your favorite wild game? Mm-hmm. How do you
3: like to cook it? For me, it's got to be venison backstrapped. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's and it's it's something where, you know, if you do it right, you can even turn the non-venison eaters it And make them fall in love with it. And Basically, I treat it like steak man. Um, you hear a lot at least in the south. Anyway, you hear a lot of man You got to soak that in Italian dressing for two days. And that's (laughs) Literally the worst thing you could do. Yeah You just you take it out and and you and you prep it you rub it in salt and pepper uh, maybe a little Tony Cashery's Creole. Heat up an iron skillet pretty much on high. You ever
2: use cavenders?
3: I don't. I'm just, you know, I just by habit always get Tony Cashery's. Try
2: cavenders. You'll really like yeah.
3: it. And just, uh, you know, maybe a half Enjoy. of a back strap will feed the family. And it's uh, like a half a stick of butter, fresh garlic, which is key. You can't just throw garlic powder on it. No, no, no.
0: It. You have to have your real stuff.
3: Maybe and then just. Yep, and maybe a little time if you know if that's your jam. Um, and then you just sear it on both sides, you know, if you like it rare. And then, and that's it. There's no the backstrap doesn't have a huge gamey taste to it. Mm-mm. And I, I bring it to Thanksgivings when there are Thanksgivings, and you know when there's not. COVID. No, there always Christ- are Thanksgivings. Yes, Christmases and the, the the some of the family members and friends who don't eat venison. That's the first thing they go to. And then mm-hmm. and then when I'm done, I take the garlic butter and pour it over the top and you know, and it's just wonderful. Um, you know and the same thing with the tenderloin, they're just not as much tenderloin, you know. Right. Yeah. So Amy but, Duck.
0: Duck. You've so got,
2: you've got apparently a very amazing
3: recipe for
0: I have I have a great recipe for a Goose Wellington. Goose, okay. A Goose Wellington that uh, we can put the link on. I think that NWTF picked it up and okay. put it on their page. There's a link on it. Um, but it's just like... And we did that for Christmas with our venison backstrap. I had it actually labeled in the freezer, do not touch... This is for Christmas. (laughs) Hands off. (laughs) Hands off. And I took two. I took, well, I took one full backstrap for Christmas with my parents. And um, I just, I love a Wellington. Wellingtons are my favorite.
2: Now, what is a Wellington for? A
0: Wellington is.
2: Uneducated people like me.
0: It's a mushroom. um, Mushroom. Like, you don't like mushrooms? No, I love mushrooms. Okay, okay. It's like, I don't know about this whole friendship here. Uh, (laughs) It's a mushroom mixture with onion and garlic and butter. And again, you can't go wrong with garlic and butter. So you're mixing all of this together and you make, you have to cool things. So you're searing your backstrap and cooling it. You're making your mushrooms and cooling it. And then you're wrapping all of this up with Dijon mustard and prosciutto. And then all mm. of that goes within a puff pastry. And it's just, it's exquisite, and it kind of is a rich flavor to it, but it's not yep. as hard as people think that it is to make.
3: It's how bad. do you make the puff pastry? Do you just buy it? And- I
0: buy it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm sure you can make it, but yeah. I don't have, have time for that.
2: There's Google yeah. for that. Yeah.
3: And they had that. I was wondering how to make the
0: the puff pastry—it's in the freezer section at the grocery
2: store,
3: <laughs> Kroger.
0: Yeah, the on, but heart. we made a duck for Christmas this year, and it just I like a
2: whole duck, a
0: whole duck. I plucked that thing, I cleaned it, everything, and I made sure that I salted inside and out, and sat it in the fridge overnight to dry out. Because the problem that I've had with duck in the past is that it's very oily and greasy, mm. and oh, yeah. That's not my favorite. I'll do duck poppers all day long and not worry about it. But if I'm going to cook a whole duck, I don't want it to be greasy. Um,
2: So the salt dries it out. The
0: salt dries it out. Sitting it in the fridge uncovered uh, helps out. And it helps when we did, we put it on the Traeger and it makes the skin crispy. And since you're not cooking it in the oil that is coming off of it, it stays nice. and.
2: Are you doing any other flavors with that? What did I do?
0: I didn't inject it. It was pink salt, garlic. I, you, there was a mixture that a friend a neighbor friend of mine put together that has some um, garlic salt and brown sugar and there was just a little bit that I put all over it pepper mm-hmm. um, and then I just put it in it. I wanted it to be as true to the taste as possible. I don't like to mask that taste when I cook wild game i want the good flavors to come out um but that was it turned out great it tasted a little bit like roast beef like a rare roast beef Mm. was how it came out and we had some venison tenderloin on the side and uh but i'll tell you my go-to for people who have not eaten wild game before especially venison is a bacon wrapped venison (sighs) meatloaf oh my
2: gosh you can't go wrong with bacon. No. You bacon in anything. It's just bacon
0: is, Bacon's a love language <laughs> in our
3: house. <laughs> so you're using ground venison? Yeah. Mixed, mixed with some beef fat or pork fat?
0: I, we use beef fat. There's a place in Murfreesboro, a, a butcher in Murfreesboro. Mm-hmm. I forgot the name of it. And we get our beef fat from them. So I, whenever we process, I use half has beef fat in it, and half is clean, yeah. completely clean, no fat in it. Um
3: their head at all the mixing of the beef fat and the pork fat. The I know.
0: Fat. Honestly, Amanda, the only reason that we mix it up is because it's so lean to make a hamburger or to make a meatloaf. It doesn't stick. So you can add bacon as you're making a hamburger in order to get it to stick, but I would say no. 75% of our venison does not have fat in it.
1: So, uh, venison and mousse and bear, well, bear, get that out of here, but venison and mousse right now, never mix. I never mix it. I straight up ground it just as it is. Yeah. And I can make the best hamburgers, meatballs, and meatloaf without having any fat in there. And the trick to that is just your ingredients to add into your mixture of, of what you're doing. I made, like, the best friggin venison meatballs ever last week. And all I used was crackers, eggs, onions... The meat itself, keeping that meat cold. So putting that all yeah. together put it back in the fridge, keeping it cold. And then it, just the egg and the crackers glue itself together. Absolutely straight up
0: venison. That So that, the egg is your binder. And we have it. an egg allergy in our household. So yeah. the egg is a no-go in our house.
2: Yeah, okay. No-go egg
1: People that I yeah. mean we have a shotgun group that we do our deer hunt with. When they when they process the deer, we have our butcher day on Saturday. Mm-hmm. They mix half and half. Pig we get a pig, we cut up the pig and we, we grind it with the deer. Yeah. So if it's if it's my choice, my option, I don't I don't mix.
0: I don't like it in it unless it's for certain things. But yeah, that whenever we do the bacon wrapped venison, I actually use the venison that doesn't have Fat in it because you've got enough wrapping it in the bacon. bacon.
3: Yeah. I'll say this too about the fat. My boys will eat bowls of plain venison, ground venison. Mm -hmm. Beef fat creates that grease when you're cooking it in a hot skillet. Yeah. So it's got some benefits. I I get where a man is coming from, but
2: um, most people I've talked to, they they mix some sort of (laughs) additional fat with their their venison. But it yeah. does
0: depend on what you're using. Yeah. You can ruin a deer. Talk about that.
2: Talk own. about what should you not use to. What to is it? The tallow?
1: tallow. big, big, big one when it comes to butchering. Do not use a bandsaw to cut any part of your meat. Because no. what you're going to do is drag the marrow from the bone yes. through all of your meat. And that's where you get your shitty, gamey taste.
0: Yeah. Yep. Hands down. Good yeah, point. we just we. I just we butcher yep. it. We hang and butcher it. We no, don't cut.
1: Use your arm. I don't even see your face. <laughs> I just. I just
0: you it. just saw my arm go across the screen. No, it. We don't. I don't really. Here? I don't cut any bone when I'm.
1: No. But a lot of people do and a lot of new hunters will do that. They'll be like, Oh, I'm gonna just butcher this myself and they'll take the bandsaw and they'll just go for it. No. And then they'll go cook it and it tastes like crap. Well, why does it taste like crap? Well look what you just did. Right.
2: Yeah. Like yeah. I wanted to get my buddy Daniel on here. He uh he processes his own meat and everything. He he had some good tips, um, but he couldn't he couldn't make he makes an amazing summer sausage.
0: Mm. We haven't attempted yeah. that yet. Yeah. That's our next. I bought my husband a, a a dehydrator this year for Christmas. So jerky is on. I mean, I am. I feel like the present that I bought him is equally for me.
2: <laughs> You're gonna benefit just as much. right? One hundred percent. So that's <laughs> first. More.
0: That's first on our on our list. But I've heard people will get what is it called? It's you can get the wrong kind of fat. Is it taro fat? Tell. For There's,
1: what? Like what are you what are you talking like
0: So when you when I go to the butcher and I say, Hey, I'd like some beef fat or pork fat for sausage or whatever, you can they will then ask me, Well, do you want whole fat, certain kind of fat. or this other kind and the other kind I'll have to find it. The other kind is the kind that leaves the film on the top of your mouth. Ew.
2: And oh, it is disgusting. You look that up and while you're looking that up. Yes, uh, I like chili, mm-hmm. especially this this time of year. Oh yeah, venison chili, elk chili, you know whatever. Uh, I I love chili.
3: Elk chili is by far just the best chili. Elk's
2: just hard to beat. I love elk. I've um, never but, had elk
0: either. Uh,
3: here we go. Bear chili. Bear chili. Step one, shoot a bear. Make it every year <laughs> <laughs> Find make a, a bear it for and our shoot it.
1: Group every year. So, yeah. Step, Step one,
0: they, go to Amanda's house. <laughs> yes.
3: We have
1: lots of bear, man. We have
3: <laughs> some bear here in East Tennessee.
2: Some elk, yep. too. Yep. So here's a recipe that I want to try. I, I found this online. Uh, it's venison chili. And here's, here's what you got to do. So you need four tablespoons unsalted butter, you need one. Red onion chopped. I'd probably make that too because I like onion. Four (laughs) cloves uh, cloves of garlic minced. I'd probably put a little extra of that in. Four tablespoons dark brown sugar. Three cups red wine. Four Hmm. tablespoons red wine vinegar. Four tablespoons tomato paste. Four cups low-sodium chicken broth, which I don't know why you'd go low-sodium. I mean... Who cares?
0: <laughs> Those of us who are getting make older, up, make it
2: up in another dish. <laughs> Add that sodium. One teaspoon ground cumin, which I don't have cumin, so I wouldn't use that. Um, half teaspoon cayenne pepper. I would use that definitely. Uh, half teaspoon chili powder. Two tablespoons chopped fresh cilantro. Uh, put a little salt. Four tablespoons canola oil, 10 slices of cooked bacon, which I would probably up that also <laughs> just a little bit, but you got to dice that up, mix it in. Uh, two pounds of venison stew meat, mm-hmm. trimmed and finely diced, mm-hmm. uh, and then two cups black beans cooked and drained.
3: Mm. Sounds like they're a little light on the chili powder.
0: Agreed. You a little yeah, bit
3: more on the chili yeah. powder
0: and that cumin. You're gonna have to get some cumin. Cumin yes, makes you it. Are, you, you mm-hmm.
3: I gotta get cumin. Yeah. I gotta add that to my yeah. Yeah, my it's arsenal. like making sausage without sage. You gotta mm-hmm. have it. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> two pounds of, of meat and only half a tablespoon of chili powder. No, that's yeah, you fine.
0: need more than that. I would put like two that's tablespoons. Yeah. Powder. yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I don't. I don't have any measuring devices when it comes to that kind of stuff. In you my just house. shake. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
2: I'm the same way. I, yeah. Eyeball. Just eyeball and taste. Eyeball and taste. Taste and it as I go.
3: That I do with my venison chili is, I will cook the the meat and set it aside and cook the chili because sometimes that meat can get a little soft, yeah, mm-hmm. and a little soggy. And then right at the very end, maybe you know. Ten minutes, fifteen minutes into pulling it out of the the bowl or the cooking whatever, yeah. I'll dump the meat in there. So and I put I also pour the grease in the pan in there.
0: Oh.
1: Added
3: flavor. We always add Star- beer. Garlic and, and yeah. Oh yeah.
2: We always add secret. beer. We add beer. Mm-hmm. What does the beer do? What is that? There the flavor does the alcohol of it? just help kind of bring everything together
0: probably not it just tastes
2: good it's just good yeah beer's good
0: yeah
1: if you marinate
2: naked river
1: (laughs) if you marinate um tougher meat so to speak like if you marinate moose um i don't know any kind of venison moose or whatever like a tougher cut of the meat if you marinate marinate that in a bourbon Mm -hmm. or whiskey it it breaks it down and makes it more tender when makes you makes it, it more tender yeah.
2: yeah i think the alcohol is what does that cuz do that with pretty much anything that i'm going to grill a marinate and it breaks it down it it's at least it makes 24 hours yeah you know i, I don't I try not to go less than t- sometimes i go longer than that
0: really. all of my marinades have uh, an acidic side to it whether it's i'll put like white a vinegar kind of stuff. i'll put white vinegar in it or um uh, mustard, mm-hmm. something that has that vinegar in it and that tenderizes as well tenderizes if you don't it. have alcohol.
3: And I, I will say this about fish. If you have a chance to eat redfish, I know it's pretty much a southern or a coastal thing, you need to do it. It's literally the best fish you can ever eat. Mm-hmm. Redfish? Redfish. So we, that. A, we did a charter in uh, Venice, Louisiana. Went out and caught a bunch of tuna, came back and did inshore and caught a bunch of redfish, some keepers. We took them home, and I'd never had it before. It's probably four years ago. And I had a filet that we brought back, and I was like, well, I might as well cook it to see how it is. You know, it's a, it's a drum, I think. And, you know, like I can not, wasn't going to expect too much out of it. Just threw it in the oven with butter, salt, pepper, a little lemon, pulled it out, and big, huge white flakes came off of it. Delicious.
0: Oh, yeah. I was looking up. He was asking about the bad fat. It's that tallow. Tallow. Like I've a heard suet. Of it's a. Um, like you're supposed to use. And this is, I'm just going off of the internet because the internet knows all, right? The um, internet's always right. The, so you're supposed to use one versus the other. And I. This doesn't explain it all, but <laughs> y'all, one of them tallow's the bad one. one of them puts a film on the top of your mouth, and one does not. And you do not want the one that puts the film on the it mouth,
2: makes, yeah. Makes We've your tongue stick.
0: We have processed all of our deer for the past two years ourselves. And it was because we went to a processor two and a half years ago. And we got back, we had to throw out a whole deer.
2: Oh, that's heartbreaking. And I don't
0: know what they put in it, but it, every single bit, whether we cooked it in chili soup, spaghetti, whatever it was, it left a film on the top of our mouth. And it was one of those, you take one deer in that we ended up getting 110 pounds back of venison, and we should not have gotten 110 pounds back of venison. And it was probably mixed with who knows what. And Uh. at that point in time, we said, no, we're going to do this ourselves.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's something to be said for processing your own meat. Knowing
0: exactly what touches it.
2: It
3: It's a skill. You always wonder if you're getting your deer back sometimes.
0: Always, yeah.
3: yeah. Yeah. Oh so,
0: always done.
2: always. Yep. So this time of year, you know, there's a lot of get togethers, a lot of a little parties, New Year's Eve, you know, type things. People like to have finger foods, you know, quick easy uh kinda kinda treats. What's some of your favorite um things to make like that? Like um sliders, summer Ooh. sausage,
3: um mm. dips, maybe? you can't you can't go wrong with the dub breast wrapped in bacon Duh.
0: those poppers it's oh true you really can't go german, wrong
3: those are so german
0: good.
1: is good too Ooh,
2: what's, what's that
0: Rolatin? tell Rolatin? us oh, it's,
1: it's like um here's a picture i don't know if you can see it
2: you see it i see the picture it doesn't it do our listeners a any pickle
1: good wrapped in <laughs> moose meat
2: it's a what say again
0: Pickle wrapped in moose meat.
1: Oh. Pickle
2: wrapped in moose meat. This
0: sounds like carnival food, oh, yeah. and it sounds really good. <laughs> I'm so
2: intrigued now. Yeah, wait, I'm pulling my seat.
1: Like a dill pickle or a gherkin, and then you shave moose meat or cut it very like, you know. Yeah. Thin. Shave it so it's thin yeah. And then you
2: wrap
0: it up, and you and you put
1: it in
2: the oven. It's amazing. Wow. So, do you? How do you prepare the moose meat?
0: Um.
2: What do you do? You have to oh, season oh, it, season it how you yeah. want, wrap it around the pickle and how long do you cook it?
0: Until it's done. Oh my goodness, you want me to... okay, so
1: <laughs> Well I don't know about the pickles.
2: I've never I've never baked a pickle before, so
0: <laughs> I don't think you have to worry about the pickle being
2: Is it not the pickle?
0: No, it's just the Because the pickle's
2: gonna keep the meat moist.
0: That's right.
2: You know? This I'm
0: this I, sounds
1: really I good. I want this.
2: I want you this can... at my New Year's Eve party, Amanda. <laughs>
1: I'm gonna give you the rest. I'll, I'll send you the recipe. It's in my cookbook. I haven't made them for a while because my mom, my mom has You find it, it and we're gonna
2: tell the leadheads what it is because yeah. that's what we're doing. You we're doing that? a recipe show. Yeah. This is a recipe show.
1: <laughs> so um, you cut the pickle lengthwise. Mm-hmm. You dice onion and bacon very fine. You spread each piece of the meat with mustard. Mm. Fill fill one end with the, the onion, the pickle, and some diced bacon. You roll it up like you're wrapping a present. And then you melt butter and oil in a saucepan. And you brown the outside of it. And then you put it in the oven. That, that sounds good. amazing. You had me at bacon. <laughs> <laughs> there's not much bacon in it. But there's the, that, that's my favorite. And then moose-wrapped bites. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just uh, moose-wrapped in bacon. And yeah. then... The regular venison meatballs, um, sweeped with, uh,
2: Do you have your recipe for your venison, uh, balls?
1: Um, I have to write that down because what I did last week is I took three different recipes and mixed them together. And so people have been asking me for the recipe because they were like the best meatballs ever. Yeah. I will, I
0: will write that down. That sounds really good. We always, we'll do the poppers like, like Jonathan said, but then we'll do queso with venison in it, and it's really good.
2: That's so good. So I like sliders. I found this recipe for uh, venison loose meat party sliders. And they look so, do, do those not look good? Those look really good. I think that I'll make that the show post.
0: <laughs> the venison sliders. It those, has those, is this, that those. cheese melted well, on we're top. Gonna re- we're gonna are find okay. out. We're gonna okay. find out.
2: So the ingredients you need: two pounds of seventy-five twenty-five ground venison with bacon, which sold. Mm-hmm. I'm sold on that. One large yellow onion, diced. Seasoning of choice, and it says I use McCormick's Mesquite <laughs> Grillmates. I would probably <laughs> I would probably use Cavenders. Uh, Half cup barbecue sauce. I'm not big on barbecue sauce, but I'll I'll play with them here. Uh, 15 slider buns. Mm -hmm. I would get those uh, King's Hawaiian.
0: Oh yeah. Right.
2: Yeah. Mm. Is there a better one? No. Okay. Um, Sauce. I don't know what that. They just say sauce.
0: Oh, you forgot the provolone cheese.
2: Oh, I missed smoked
0: provolone cheese.
2: 15 slices of smoked. Provolone cheese. So that's mm-hmm. the cheese. You did see the cheese. yeah And I like smoked. Smoked cheese, any kind, I love it. Uh smoked Swiss is my favorite though.
0: It would go along with the smoked salmon.
2: Yes, it would. <laughs> and then it says sauce, and I don't know what sauce is. Uh one stick of butter, one clove of garlic finely minced, two tablespoons Worcestershire sauce. Mm-hmm. That's a hard word to say. Say Worcisteshire, Amanda.
1: Worcestershire
2: <laughs> one tablespoon brown sugar mm-hmm. love brown sugar mm-hmm. uh, and then they're gonna do another tablespoon of barbecue sauce so they're really digging the barbecue sauce I don't know why they do it twice here they do a half cup up here because one it.
0: goes in the meat and one
2: goes is a oh condiment sauce is the ingredients for the sauce oh. that's what so
0: okay. They're
2: So where I said, I don't know what's that's the sauce one mm-hmm. stick of butter, one clove of garlic, mm-hmm. Worcestershire, brown sugar. Okay. Yeah. Now I get them. Uh, and then they go into some cooking instructions here. Um, and I'm not going to read all those, but uh, you get the idea.
0: It's almost like, you know, those ham sandwiches that you do. It's mm-hmm. ham My and aunt Swiss, makes those. Yes. And then you put the mustard and the onion yep. and everything, and then you cook it in the oven. Yeah, that's kind so of good. like this is. Yep. Yeah.
3: It's it.
1: so crazy how different your style of cooking is from from our style of cooking in, <laughs> in North America. But it just it blows my mind. No matter where I go in the states, the style of cooking is just so different from from Canada. Well, we have understand?
2: we have ovens here.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 we cook in our igloos.
2: So. <laughs> <laughs> we don't cook on campfires. Yeah.
0: But we're different from it's like right, Jonathan. We, we're different from the South mm-hmm. to California, mm-hmm. to Oregon, to New York. It's all. Well, that's
1: what I mean. It's, that's what I mean. Like I go visit Joe mm-hmm. in Louisiana and he's talking like I don't even know what he's talking about and the place in front of me and I don't I don't yeah. even know what it is. And, you know, I go to Florida and it's cooked differently there. Mm-hmm. And like everywhere you go in, in the States.
0: Yeah. Is so, I,
1: I but, mean, even in
2: Tennessee.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yep. East, West
3: Tennessee. Yeah. Middle Tennessee. I was in uh, Maine one time and I went to a McDonald's and ordered a country ham and biscuit and a sweet tea and it was like crickets.
2: Yeah. They
0: have no like,
3: idea. Yeah. What you talking about, yeah. boy? He said, We have Canadian bacon and unsweet tea. And I was like, No, that's not going to work. <laughs> <laughs> but i tell you what they did have, and this is a true story. They had lobster at McDonald's. What? Lobster?
1: What? In Get
3: Maine. That. In Maine. Did you and try it? 20- that they
2: no, had it. did I you try? Have it? Tried it? No. No, I would no, have no. tried it. No. I would have tried. I would say, "Give me your lobster."
0: No, it's like we make fun of my husband because he can eat anything, anything. His his stomach is cast That's iron. Mine.
2: That's mine. But yeah. his
0: guts are not. So we right. say your stomach is hefty, 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 and your guts are wimpy, wimpy, <laughs> wimpy. And that McDonald's I, sounds your guts like being your booty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It scares me a little bit.
2: <laughs> Get that boy a snow cone. Oh, uh, bless his heart.
0: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so.
3: We 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 tend to fry everything down here too. Lots mm-hmm. of salt. We tend to fry everything.
2: Yeah.
3: A lot of fish fries around here.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do do a lot of fish fries. Yeah. The only thing
1: I fry is fish. I fry nothing else.
2: I'm not big yeah. on fried fried chicken. I'll admit, I chicken no. don't
1: we don't fry a lot. I like
2: Kentucky Fried Chicken. Fried chicken.
3: My mom makes the best
2: fried chicken. I'll have to One try. Want to hear something
1: crazy? What? Yeah. I'm allergic to chicken.
0: What? I remember talking to you about this. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes.
1: So uh, in September, I I had to go get new allergy testing done, and I'm allergic to all dairy, all all anything to do with flour and chicken. Yeah. And I just did those 25 meat birds in the, far- in the, in the, the farm. So we have 25 <laughs> chicken meat birds in the freezer, and I can't even eat them.
3: you believe gonna. that? Is this a
2: new allergy that you yeah. <laughs> Just developed it, huh? Yeah. So do wow. you, like, break out?
1: No, I just die.
2: You just die. Anaphylactic shock, huh? yeah.
1: yeah. Isn't that crazy?
2: Gosh, that is. But you've, you've been able to eat chicken in the past.
1: Yeah, but this whole like Amy and I were talking earlier this year. I've had all kinds of issues and mm-hmm. they couldn't figure out what it was. And apparently, it's been chicken and the, dairy. That oh, happened.
0: God. That happened with me and eggs. I was fine with eggs my whole entire life, and I turned thirty-five. And oh, they I've say got, your body
2: have, changes every seven yeah. years.
0: I've got it's an EpiPen so now. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I have four of them.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, they're I'm all
1: over. Four because I'm always. A th- Hours away from the closest
0: hospital. Oh yeah.
2: <laughs> well, if I ever develop an allergy to bacon, I'm It'll done. It'll be a sad oh. day. I'm done. Oh God.
0: Did you no, hear ab- about the red meat allergy that they're linking it to chiggers now? No. Yeah.
3: yeah. Oh, instead of ticks.
0: They're saying that you can still get it from ticks, but most people are huh. getting it from chiggers.
3: Huh. Oh, because those things tear me to pieces. That's My why. Ankles. That's why you go yeah. get
0: that the Sawyer's.
3: Is there a-
2: shot you can get what are you talking about because do i don't ever ch- want to be allergic to red meat <laughs>
0: do you not have chiggers
3: you know I, what a chigger is
2: oh
0: okay it's a red bug
3: too cold
0: it's a red <laughs> bug
3: and amanda
0: it tears you up what do you mean it's like a mosquito bite on crack yeah
3: i, I had seven-
2: it bites on me before. So the a, a chigger... Yeah, what,
1: is it, what, is it, what does it look like? It looks
3: like a little red
2: mite. Yeah. Oh.
0: It is evil. Amanda, it's evil.
1: The worst we have are ticks, and yeah. I don't go hunting anywhere where they have ticks.
2: It's a mm. mite. It's a trombiculode mite. Mm. They're found throughout really? the world, in Europe and North America. They tend to be more prevalent... In the hot and humid regions.
0: Hello, Tennessee.
2: Yeah. Uh, In the more uh, temperate regions, they are found only during the summer. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: In the United States, they are found mostly in the southeast, south, and midwest. They are not present uh, or barely found in far northern areas.
0: They itch for longer than a mosquito bite itches.
2: Yeah. And there's, there's a bunch of them, too.
0: Yeah. If you get one bite you know that you got more and they don't show up for a little while either
3: right wow and they're the equivalent of getting into a nest of seed ticks
0: yes yes I don't know they're baby right. ticks just baby ticks if you run into i had them all over me about a year and a half ago i went through a nest of them and thousands of them were were crawling all over me of seed ticks
1: Gotta
0: tell you, I've never even seen a tick in real life. You you might be afraid to come to Tennessee. Yeah.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I just just pulled like four of of them off of me the other day. Yeah. I'll tell you a funny story regarding ticks. Last year, we'd set up a ground blind to turkey hunt, and it blew over. So we went out to hunt, me and my son, and I set the ground blind back up. And when I did, it was raining ticks
0: Mm -mm. (laughs) no i guess the heat
3: i'm not a tick expert don't pretend to be but they somehow they were drawn to it they crawled in there and they were just dropping like no ran out of that thing Mm -mm. i set it on fire but it was an expensive ground blind
0: i still every year You
3: you could fog it
0: every year i spray my blinds down with sawyer's permethrin
3: yeah you have to every year yeah. And and we have, gosh, I mean, if you have a...
2: So if your appetites weren't ruined now, <laughs> <laughs> they're on oh, our yes. recipe is- <laughs> show. <This> is- <laughs> also we suffer. <laughs> else we have to do.
0: They're evil.
2: So let me ask each one of you, uh, um, as we're releasing this, it's going to be New Year's Eve, New Year's. Uh, all our leadheads probably won't listen to this till after. But <laughs> uh, what are your plans for New Year's Eve? And uh, what do you take into your get-together or whatever you call it?
1: We're in lockdown, so we don't have anything.
2: <laughs> lockdown. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah we live, so we live in a country. We're nowhere near anybody. And um, we like everyone's in lockdown. The whole province is in lockdown. So what do they so, do if
2: you, if you leave yeah, your house?
1: They charge you $15,000. No. Yeah. What? I... Yeah, $15,000 if you're caught at someone else's house that is not your residence. Lockdown started on Boxing Day and you cannot... I can't go next door, which is way down the road. Nobody can be caught here if there's a a car that's not supposed to be in your driveway and the OPP are going around, the provincial police. Mm -hmm. They see something that is questionable. They will stop and charge the household. How is anybody
2: abiding by that? How is there not an uprising, burning of buildings of riots how is there not any of that going on in canada you guys are just okay okay
1: (laughs) but um i mean we're still going out hunting and doing those kinds of things yeah um but at the same time new year's eve for me like i mean i'd rather be out hunting and get up the next day and go
0: hunting so i don't do anything on new year's eve i'm usually in bed around nine we do we boring. do with the kids. We the past. <laughs> I think we've got neighbors coming over uh, that will do board games and watch TV, like a movie or something like that. And but you're
2: gonna have food and oh, treats yeah. and snacks. What are you What are you gonna make?
0: We're We're gonna do some poppers. Okay. Some venison poppers. We might use the last of our goose from last year. We're about to go out on another goose hunt. So. Um, we can use the last of the goose and make some poppers, and that queso with the venison and some sausage in there. So it'll be, it'll be good. I might make that meatloaf too. It'll be good mm. with the bacon.
1: I'm just gonna come to your house.
0: Come on. Okay.
1: There's no lockdown
2: here, so come nah. on. Can you get across the border? Now are we are. You... Get
0: across the border. I just don't know if I can get back. The governor did mandate a ten-person.
3: Do
2: you mandate, remember that? mandate. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't listen to any of that because I'm not going to abide by it, and they're not going to enforce it. They, uh, can. they it's can't. It's unconstitutional. They can't do it.
0: Yeah, we're still getting That's together. It's not going to happen. We're st- all other I look at works. it
2: more of a suggestion than anything else.
0: It is. I mean, shoot, our governor—he was in quarantine. Do you remember this? He was in quarantine, and he went out bow hunting.
2: Well, you look at California's governor. You look at New York. You look at they—they they all. Don't do what I say, or do what I say, don't do what I do. Right. They're all breaking right. their own curfews. So. Yeah. It'll be Ridiculous. interesting.
0: We haven't really since we've had kids. I think my husband's going hunting New Year's Eve, so I'll hang with the kids and mm-hmm. during the day, and then uh, we'll we'll just hang out with our neighbors for the evening, throw off some fireworks. And... Cool.
2: Thanks for the invitation. Hey, <laughs> Jonathan, what are you going to be doing?
3: Uh well we're supposed to get rain. So we planned on kinda of doing a fire out back and you know, hanging out with some neighbors, their yeah. kids. Yeah. But I don't know. We'll have to see. But food wise, I don't know. I like to just uh boil some shrimp. Mm. Make my own shrimp cocktail. A little ketchup, a little horseradish and a couple of do some finger food stuff. It's probably about it.
0: It is supposed to rain. I just looked at that. Uh. Yeah. We're getting snow and I'm going hunting tomorrow.
2: Nice. See, see. I'm, I'm, taking going.
1: Girl, I'm taking a girl out that's never been hunting before. I took awesome. her out um, today or on Sunday. Nice. And I'm taking her out again tomorrow afternoon and we probably won't be out of the bush until about mm, six, six thirty. Hopefully she harvests a deer and then we'll even be later and yeah. then there you go. And it's and it's yeah. That'd
0: be perfect. That's day. a great way to celebrate the new year in. Yeah.
1: yeah, exactly, and uh, I'm filming it, and then it's all about getting on the snowmobiles and going for a ride.
2: Snowmobiles
0: <laughs> We get so, rain and 70 degrees, and Amanda's up there with snow, snow and winter.
2: <laughs> kicking it, but they're. Did
1: I see my snowmobile clip from the other but day? quarantined. Yes. Yeah, that's how much snow we have.
3: Oh, We're God. still golfing down here,
1: right? Oh, <laughs> it's like seventy today I, or
2: something. Oh, that's crazy. I yeah.
0: lo- oh, it's minus.
1: But it was fifteen
2: the other day.
0: Yeah. It's oh, Tennessee. Yeah.
2: yeah. If you don't like the weather today, just wait an hour. Yep.
1: It's oh, everybody six- says that about every.
2: Is that what they, yeah. is that the common? It's actually yeah. literal here. Yeah. No doubt. So
1: tomorrow is going to be minus nine celsius
2: holy crap
1: and uh with a high of minus four and 40 percent chance of snow Man. so it's gonna be beautiful
2: That's
3: if you've ever
1: gone nice. hunting for moose deer or elk in the snow it's the best thing ever
3: yes it is good stuff
2: mm-hmm. so i plan on going new year's day if i'm recouped enough Maybe it'll be New Year's afternoon. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Sleep in yeah. that morning. Yeah.
2: Me and Drew, uh, you know Andrew. Um, yeah. Yeah. Me and Andrew um, plan on going either then or the, maybe the next day. Morgan actually, so I've got a farm not too far from here, and we've been hunting it this season. Morgan got a, a buck the other day. Nice. so i can imagine that our new year's party is going to involve some something to do with that meat i don't know what she's got planned yet i haven't well, i haven't harvested anything yet this year uh, not that i haven't had the opportunity because there are deer all over the place out there but i don't want to shoot a doe right now i don't want to shoot a spike um, i'm waiting for that you know that nice buck. That buck and they're out there because we got the cameras and You've seen them. Seen them. I know they're out there. So
1: I've um, had a. Ten- when does your season
0: close? Mm,
2: January. Oh, uh, we, February. For, no, no. Is it February? No. Early February? No. no. Wow, that's
1: like the longest no, season it, no. ever.
2: When is it?
0: It's Second. for private land. Well, for public land, it's January third. For private land, I think it's the seventh.
2: January seventh. Yeah. Our okay. closes
0: okay. tomorrow. And you can only this? shoot does.
2: And that's deer, when, but certain win that day. The fourth, the fourth okay. through the seventh yeah. well, I'll, I'll wait till the last minute. And I'll, you know, I'll. And pop you'll a get doe. it. I'll pop a doe, but <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm not our, gonna waste it. So
1: our deer season closes December thirty first. Mm. But everything else is already closed except for wolf and coyotes. The rabbits wow. just open. So moose has been closed since December fifteenth. Okay. Elk's
0: been closed since then. Our,
3: our small it, game will go until February. 28. Yeah. That's what I was thinking.
2: Yeah. The small game. Yeah. yeah. We were
3: 28.
0: We're going to be hunting squirrels after after deer season's over. I've never gotten a squirrel before. Oh my and,
2: gosh. Come to my farm. They're all over oh the Oh my gosh. Actually my backyard. <laughs> Let, let's hear that squirrel recipe.
0: I'm I'm going to be making some squirrel dumplings if I'm that not happens. i squirrel.
2: I ain't going to do it. I refuse no. to eat squirrel. You can forget You know it.
1: what guys? It's like Five o'clock right. my time, and my husband's probably really hungry.
2: <laughs> Talking and about know, all this food,
1: and I, I know I'm. Starving.
2: So we're wrapping it up. I'm trying to wrap it up here. Um,
3: <laughs> yeah, my natives are getting restless. I should probably bounce here in a minute. Screaming <laughs> coming from the back bedroom.
1: We can't hear God, it. I'm That's really amazing. happy that you yeah. two are getting along so well. I'm so glad I introduced you to each other. That you didn't. I can't believe you didn't even know each other. Now look at this. I, love I know,
0: it. Amanda. Thank you.
2: Aren't you you the friend maker? Look at you.
0: We just just need you to come down.
2: Right. I'm coming. Get And we need to come up. Get Jonathan. Hell yeah. We'll have a good time. I'll be there. Heck yeah. So there you go, leadheads. Hope that helped maybe make your holidays a little more enjoyable, uh, festive, we didn't even talk about what I'm taking to the party. I'm taking champagne. <laughs> yeah,
1: knew that, though. I'm bringing
2: champagne and white claws, baby. Yeah. Uh, they don't trust me uh, with the cooking. But uh, I do make a mean bean dip. So I can't go wrong with that. So if you have questions about these recipes, uh, if you, you heard something that Amanda said that she makes and she can do well, shoot her an email. Is that good? Sure. What's your email address?
1: hunt at Amanda Lynn Mm-hmm.
2: And then, of course, your Instagram.
1: Amandalynmehue.
2: And Facebook.
1: Amandalynmehue.
2: <laughs> there you go.
1: And if all else fails, go to www.justhunt.ca. Yes. There you go. And Amy.
2: And
0: find Amandalynmehue. <laughs> I am. I'm only on Instagram and uh an email. You can find me on Her Wild Outdoors or Amy Hall Hunter on Instagram and then you can email me at herwildoutdoors at gmail.com.
2: Perfect. Yeah. Jonathan? Dear Liverance. Dear Liverance.
3: On the gram.
1: That's awesome. Spell it. i got to find that right I now. I know. i got to find it too.
3: D-E-E-R-L-I-V-E-R-A-N-C. There you go. Not my the movie,
1: oh, uh,
2: and I'm following him, so you'll know you find the right one. You look and see if I'm following him, that's the right drill. I don't think there's probably anything even close to to that. But I
0: found I you, it. found you. There you go, I got it. I love it. All right, yeah, give me a
3: follow and I'll return it.
0: Yeah,
2: so Leadheads, again, uh, thank you so much for a great 2020, and we're looking forward to an even better 2021. Uh, We've got the AK Corner coming up, so don't forget about that. And then in February, with 212 Training Group at Nashville Armory, we're doing an AK Concepts uh, training course. That's February 20th and 21st, Nashville Armory. You can go to 212 Training Group's website and sign up for that. There's still some slots available, uh, but we anticipate that's going to fill up uh, pretty quick. Uh, But it's going to be a good time. We'll have... um, Jared with Two-Tail Training Group, I'll be there. Brian with Occam Defense Solutions is going to be there. Uh, He's going to do some armors courses, uh, AK courses for you guys too, give you some tips and tricks. And then as always, you know, we're always giving away stuff, so we'll have some giveaways and and fun stuff going on there at the National Armory February 20th through the 21st. And then go and show all our sponsors some love, Kel-Tec, Fiocchi Ammo, Modern Spartan Systems, uh, Blah, blah Who's all my sponsors? Um, 1776 United uh, Factory 47 Mission First Tactical uh, Working on a bourbon sponsor
0: Yes Yeah, oh, we may uh. have
2: that coming, coming soon And of course all our friends of the show That took part in our last giveaway With the um, Christmas Ain't Cancelled giveaway And you five You five winners If you haven't contacted me yet Two of you have, three of you haven't uh, I'm gonna give your prizes away mm-hmm. if you don't contact me soon so. I'll take them <laughs> we're gonna divide them up amongst ourselves here, that's right <laughs> a- amongst this little group no. uh, but uh, Amy Amanda Jonathan thank you guys so much for taking the time to be on Thank uh, you thank you let's uh, let's get together let's try some of these recipes yes you know Any- I'll look- Looking in person though.
1: in person through the screen yeah we got to do it in person
2: yeah. and if you lead heads have uh some recipes that you'd like to share you know i didn't check and see let's see if anybody responded real quick uh,
3: and we'll gave us hey meet you halfway amanda in illinois in illinois yes. no that's
2: a bad place to me
1: <laughs> i can come all the way to tennessee it's not that far of a drive I just drove all the way to BC and back by myself, so going, going to Tennessee is nothing. That's a, that's a one-day trip for me.
2: You got a place to stay, so come on. What part of Canada are you in?
1: I'm in southern Ontario. It takes me 28 hours to get out of Ontario heading west to Manitoba,
0: isn't that nuts? It's kind of like Texas, right? A lot are of people, you? it's it's much bigger than really? Texas, but it's kind of like Texas. A lot of people are like, oh, it's Texas. Go from one side to the other. It, that's not, you don't just do that. That's, uh, it's a whole day trip. and it, okay. Yeah.
2: So it's, on Facebook, Julian McQuill Brayton, he says nachos. Or is that a girl? It's a girl. She says nachos, venison, elk, boar, beaver, gator, whatever she mm, likes.
3: Beaver? Bieber. Bieber. Oh, Bieber. Huh. Bieber She's a Canadian. She may be. <laughs> She's a Canadian.
2: Cooper <laughs> City. Canadian <F. laughs> I don't know where Cooper City is, but uh, uh, Julianne, thank you for, uh, mm-hmm. for your... Uh, we said nachos earlier.
0: We did. You can do anything on
2: nachos. And then Keith uh, McGee, H. McGee, Deer Steaks Marinated in Jack, yes. and Smoky Memphis Barbecue Sauce on the Grill. Anything on the grill, really mm-hmm. good. so thank you guys so much. Thank you, Leadheads. Uh, we got more coming, so it's going to be a great 2021. But until then, till the next episode, as always, keep your loved ones close
0: and your firearms
3: closer,
2: and your firearms closer, firearms.
0: and keep. have a safe New Year with your wild game recipes.
3: Keep your kids outdoors and keep them active. Yeah.
0: Keep your loved ones close and just hunt. Yes.
3: All right! Happy New Year!
0: Happy New Year, Amanda! I love you. I love you! <laughs> Big hugs! Great show,
2: guys! Thank you so much. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs>
2: the wolf is the wolf. To to it's gonna be on her head around her neck. that's
1: <laughs> i <laughs> At all. <laughs> <laughs>
3: No teasing. Bye. Bye.